everyone, this is Dr. Gala. Welcome to your Health Connection. It's great to be with you. This podcast is designed to give you natural solutions to your health problems based upon my 35 years of experience as a functional medicine practitioner. I love helping individuals experiencing complicated conditions when nothing else has worked. Each week, I'll be giving you health tips and strategies that you can implement to improve your health and function at your best. Thanks for spending some time with me today. One of the top health problems my patients frequently tell me about is fatigue. About one-third of healthy adults and teens in the U.S. report feeling fatigued regularly. Today, we'll be looking at several of the possible underlying causes of fatigue, the best test to ask your doctor to run, and the most effective natural solutions I've seen for alleviating fatigue. Let's begin by looking at some of the possible causes that may have been overlooked. A number of factors can cause fatigue, but most experts agree that nutrition is a major culprit. What you eat or don't eat can have a significant effect on your energy levels. The food that you eat is either helping or hurting your energy levels. Your body turns the carbohydrates, fats, protein, and other nutrients you eat into energy. That's why your diet can affect your energy levels and why a nutritionally poor diet can be a recipe for constant fatigue. A study published in the journal Physiology and Behavior reported that eating sugary, processed, and high-fat foods can cause tiredness, lack of motivation, and decreased performance. Another study published in the April 2018 issue of Frontiers of Behavioral Neuroscience reported that inflammatory foods, excess carbohydrates, and empty calories from junk food will negatively affect your health and will typically drain your energy levels. Feeling sluggish and tired is very common after eating inflammatory foods because your immune system mounts an attack against them and the damage caused to your gut decreases your ability to absorb the energy-providing nutrients from your food. The most inflammatory foods include processed meats such as sausage, bacon, ham, smoked meat, salami, and hot dogs, sugar and high-fructose corn syrup, and candy, soft drinks, cakes, cookies, donuts, pastries, and many cereals. Artificial trans fats and partially hydrogenated vegetable seed oils, such as canola oil and other refined seed oils, fried foods, margarines, and vegetable shortenings, and the refined carbohydrates in all processed foods that contain added sugar or white flour. Nutrient deficiencies are common causes of fatigue. Iron deficiency and B12 deficiency are some of the most common causes of fatigue. Iron is necessary for the production of hemoglobin, a protein that delivers oxygen to your cells. If your cells don't receive enough oxygen, your body will have to work significantly harder, causing fatigue. Vitamin B12 is a cofactor in your energy pathways, so if you're deficient in B12, your body will not be able to produce enough healthy red blood cells to oxygenate your body's tissues, and this will cause fatigue. Or if you have the common MTHFR gene mutation, you'll have a reduced ability to convert your vitamin B12 to its active form, and your body will have trouble producing enough energy to perform its daily functions. Always take the methylated form of vitamin B12 called methylcobalamin. Other nutrient deficiencies that can cause fatigue include iron, B vitamins, magnesium, and vitamin D. A large observational study looked at the relationship between vitamin D levels and fatigue in young women. 
The study found that women with blood levels lower than 29 were more likely to complain of fatigue than those with blood levels of over 30. Another observational study in female nurses found that 89% of those tested were deficient and discovered a strong correlation between the low vitamin D levels and self-reported fatigue. It's always best to maintain levels between 50 to 70. I consider 30 to be very, very low. Gut dysfunction can also cause fatigue. Your gut microbiome consists of trillions of different microbes, and in order to have a healthy microbiome, all of these microbes have to be in balance. A healthy microbiome is important in maintaining normal energy levels. Healthy bacteria in your gut help to create B vitamins that have specific roles in energy production, communicate with other cells in your body, and help to regulate blood sugar levels and help avoid fluctuating energy levels. The healthy bacteria in your gut also help to create and regulate neurotransmitters, such as serotonin, your relaxing feel-good hormone, which converts to melatonin at night and is important for helping you to fall asleep, and GABA, the relaxing brain chemical that helps you to stay asleep. If you're not sleeping well, you're likely going to experience fatigue. Leaky gut syndrome is a condition in which your digestive tract becomes damaged and small holes begin to develop in your gut lining. Small particles of undigested food, bacteria, or toxins that normally can't pass through your gut wall begin seeping through into your bloodstream. When this happens, your immune system responds by producing inflammatory chemicals known as cytokines to coordinate the fight against the foreign invaders. An article titled, Understanding the Role of Inflammation and Fatigue Requires Multidimensional Assessments, published in the January 2017 issue of Frontiers in Immunology, reports that a less known feature of cytokines is their capacity to act on your central nervous system, inducing behavioral alterations and the development of fatigue. Having a leaky gut can also cause malabsorption and lead to deficiencies of essential vitamins and minerals needed to maintain your energy. One of the most common undetected causes of fatigue that I see in my patients is food sensitivities or allergies. When I was on the lecture circuit in the early 90s, I could always tell which attendees had food sensitivities because in the morning the attendees would be active and interacting and after lunch I'd watch many of them nodding off and falling asleep in their chairs. When you eat food allergens, your adrenal glands produce cortisol in order to reduce the resulting inflammation and irritation and you may feel fatigued if your adrenal glands are regularly producing cortisol to counteract your body's inflammatory response to allergens. The University of York in the UK conducted a survey to help understand the benefits of elimination diets based on the results of a food tolerance test. Of the 436 participants who reported experiencing fatigue, 87% reported a boost to their energy levels after they removed their trigger foods. The trigger foods were defined as foods that showed a positive IgG reaction to antibodies in their blood, or In other words, a food allergy test. 76% of people who rigorously followed the recommended elimination diet reported a benefit. Food allergy can develop as a result of repeated exposure to the same foods, lack of digestive enzymes, or damage to the gut wall from abnormal microbial balance 
including yeast forms, viruses, bacteria, and parasites. If poor adrenal response is a factor, the release of cortisol needed to dampen down the effects of food allergy and inflammation will not be adequate to prevent the fatigue, inflammation, and brain fog that accompanies food allergy. The most common food allergens are dairy products, gluten-containing foods including wheat, oats, and barley, eggs, corn, soy, tree nuts, some citrus such as oranges, peanuts, and shellfish. Gut infections can be an underlying cause of fatigue. Infections from candida yeast forms, parasites, and small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, a condition in which bacteria move from your large intestine into your small intestine and can cause bloating, gas, constipation, or diarrhea. This can be an underlying cause of fatigue. Other systemic infections, including reactivated Epstein-Barr virus or Lyme disease, can also suppress your immune system and interfere with your energy levels. An underactive thyroid called hypothyroidism is a common missed cause of fatigue. Your thyroid powers every cell in your body through the hormones it produces. These hormones drive all of your metabolic processes and play a massive role in your energy levels, body temperature, and metabolism. If your thyroid hormone levels are low, you'll likely experience fatigue. The most common form of thyroid disease is Hashimoto's thyroiditis. This is an autoimmune condition in which your immune system attacks your thyroid, leading to the underproduction of thyroid hormones. According to the National Institutes of Health, 20 million Americans suffer from thyroid disease, and many people are not aware that they have it. Thyroid disorders may be caused by hormonal imbalances caused by stress and diet, food intolerances to foods such as gluten and dairy, radiation and exposure to toxins, or a deficiency of iodine or selenium. Unfortunately, many doctors do not do a complete thyroid panel in misproperly diagnosing hypothyroidism. Functional medicine practitioners look at optimal levels that are much narrower levels. An example would be the lab reference range for your active thyroid hormone, called T3, is the range is 71 to 180. In functional medicine, the optimal range is 80 to 190. You can see that we believe that you should have a much higher level of this hormone in order to have healthy metabolism and good energy. Stress and ad adrenal dysfunction can be ca a cause of your fatigue. Your adrenal glands are extremely important endocrine glands that release more than 50 hormones, including the energy-regulating hormone cortisol and adrenaline. In stressful situations, these small glands release cortisol and a cascade of other hormones to help you overcome the stressor. A single severe stressor like a surgery or death of a loved one or chronic daily stress from problems at work, school, relationship problems, or finances can cause your adrenal glands to begin to produce lower amounts of the necessary hormones. All of this stress affects us emotionally, mentally, and physically, and can cause fatigue. But if you experience chronic stress, and some of us are producing fight-or-flight hormones 8 to 10 hours per day, you can deplete the stores of these hormones, putting you in a state of adrenal fatigue, and a side effect of adrenal fatigue is actual physical fatigue. This can cause that no-energy feeling you might get after a stressful day. In our fast-paced and high-stress society, 
This condition affects millions, but unfortunately, conventional medicine does not recognize adrenal dysfunction until the glands completely collapse, resulting in life-threatening symptoms. I'd like to go over the case history of a very stressed 27-year-old female who came in suffering with fatigue, bloating, nausea, diarrhea, and insomnia. I began by recommending an anti-inflammatory, allergy-free diet. She had very low levels of cortisol in the morning and throughout the day, so she was tired all day, and then her cortisol levels were high in the evening, so she couldn't sleep. I recommended an adaptogenic herbal formula containing ginseng root, cordyceps, and rhodiola extracts to address her symptoms of feeling stressed and tired throughout the day, and I recommended a chewable tablet containing melatonin, 5-HTP, which is the precursor for serotonin, the relaxing brain chemical, vitamin B6, inositol, and L-theanine to increase our GABA production. This is the brain chemical that helps us to go to sleep and stay asleep throughout the night. I ordered a DNA stool test, and the results showed very high levels of dysbiotic or bad bacteria and low levels of secretory IGA, IGAs. Secretory IGAs are an indicator of immune function, and she had very low immune function. I recommended two different antimicrobial formulas to address the dysbiotic bacteria and a plasma-based colostrum to address the diarrhea, dysbiotic bacteria, and her low immune function. After only two weeks, her energy levels were much better. She was sleeping, and the nausea, bloating, and diarrhea were very much better. After a month, she felt great, and her energy was back. Let's look at testosterone. This is an extremely important hormone in both men and women and strongly affects your metabolism and energy balance. It helps to regulate the conversion of fat into energy, so if your testosterone levels dip too low, you may experience low energy. A study done in 2014 evaluated the effects of testosterone gel in 799 men who were deficient. After six months, the researchers found a significant decrease in fatigue levels. I don't recommend taking testosterone unless you've been tested and your doctor found that you had very low levels. A better option would be to evaluate for and address low levels of the master hormone, pregnenolone, and also DHEA. These adrenal hormones convert to testosterone, and I believe they're a much safer option than taking testosterone. Blood sugar imbalances can be a major contributing factor to lack of energy. If your blood sugar rises too rapidly from consuming foods high in sugar, such as pastries, candy, white flour products, sugar-sweetened drinks, or too much caffeine, your body can end up releasing too much insulin. This will cause your blood sugar to drop too low and cause you to feel tired, grumpy, and hungry. If you continue to eat high-sugar foods daily, you may eventually develop insulin resistance. Insulin resistance means that you're not either not producing enough insulin or the insulin you are producing isn't working effectively, so the sugar in your blood can't get into your cells. If your cells don't receive the energy they need from your food, you'll feel tired. Let's look at medications. One of the most common side effects of pharmaceutical drugs is fatigue. Common medications given for blood pressure, cholesterol, pain, diabetes, acid reflux, and depression can all cause fatigue. If your fatigue began after starting a medication, discuss possible other options with your doctor. Mitochondrial dysfunction is another cause of energy, energy loss. The mitochondria are the energy powerhouses within your cells. 
They take in nutrients, break them down, and create energy for your cells. They're also involved in the regulation of amino acids, insulin secretion, lipid production, and neurotransmitter synthesis. Dysfunction of your mitochondria has been linked to fatigue as well as many other health conditions. An article in the February 2016 issue of the journal Archives of Toxicology reported that mitochondrial dysfunction results from the influence of environmental factors, such as toxins and poor diet, that can damage the DNA of the mitochondria. A study titled DNA Damage by Heavy Metals in Animals and Human Beings that was published in the journal Biochemical Pharmacology in December of 2017 reported that biomedical research has shown that exposure to heavy metals is an important source of DNA damage in both human beings and animals. Heavy metals like iron, copper, chromium, lead, zinc, mercury, nickel, and others can enhance the damage to your DNA. Arsenic, nickel, and cadmium can also cause and harm damage to your DNA. Depression is the cause of fatigue because depression is likely associated with changes in your brain neurotransmitters such as dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin. These neurotransmitters play important roles in regulating your energy levels, appetite, motivation, and sleep. People with depression often have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep, or both, and this can definitely cause fatigue. Depression has been associated with high stress, unresolved emotional problems, neurotransmitter imbalances, hormonal imbalances, nutritional deficiencies, food allergies, and toxicity from heavy metals. Let's look at the role of toxins regarding fatigue. We are bombarded with environmental toxins on a daily basis. There are chemicals in our food, our water, the air we breathe, the clothing we wear, the carpet we walk on, and the plastics that surround us. Modest estimates have suggested that we are exposed to more than 700,000 different toxic chemicals. Having a high toxic burden is a strain on your body and can cause fatigue. Low levels or low-level chronic exposure to toxins is typically a far more common and damaging problem than one high-level exposure. Poor quality sleep can definitely cause fatigue and can result from poor diet, stress, hormonal imbalances, certain supplements, or medications. So let's look at the best test to ask your doctor to run. I always recommend beginning with a GI map DNA stool test to check for bacterial pathogens, viruses, parasites, enzyme levels, and basically the overall health of your gut. I also recommend ordering a Dutch urine test to check for your sex hormones, your progesterone, estrogen, testosterone, all of the pathways that they take in their metabolism, and your cycling levels of cortisol. It's good to look at cortisol cycling at 8 a.m. in the morning, 10 a.m., what it's doing at 5 p.m., and how high your levels are before bed at 10 p.m. An organic acids test evaluates the organic acids that are excreted in your urine and gives a great metabolic picture of your overall test. Organic acids are products of your body's metabolism. Metabolism is a process that breaks down food to give you energy. This test evaluates for dysfunction of your mitochondria, and we mentioned that, the chemical furnaces inside your cells that produce energy. It also evaluates your gastrointestinal function, energy production, chronic inflammation. It evaluates for amino acid deficiency, B vitamin deficiency, fatty acid metabolism, 
neurotransmitter imbalances, and exposure to toxins. The Comprehensive Urine Elements Profile is a toxic exposure test that measures urinary excretion of 15 nutrient elements and 20 toxic metals. An IgE and IgG blood test, this is a food antibody profile, and it's a blood test that measures antibodies to 90 commonly consumed foods. The NutraEval is a blood, both a blood and urine test. This test evaluates over 125 biomarkers and assesses your body's functional need for 40 antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, essential fatty acids, amino acids, your digestive support, and other nutrients. I also recommend running a comprehensive metabolic panel and a complete blood count to evaluate the health of your liver, kidneys, electrolytes, blood sugar, and your red and white blood cell counts. I'd also add a CRP or C-reactive protein and ESR or SED rate to evaluate for overactive inflammatory response from the production of cytokines. These are the substances that cause inflammation in your body. And I recommend running a comprehensive thyroid panel. Check your levels of TSH or thyroid stimulating hormone, your T4. T4 is the hormone produced by your thyroid gland. Your T3 uptake, which is the active hormone that's been converted, TPO, and thyroid antibodies. So let's look at solutions. I always recommend following an anti-inflammatory, allergy-free diet. 60 to 70% of what's on your plate should be organic vegetables and of multiple colors. Eat from the rainbow. Also eat organic, low-sugar fruits, nuts and seeds, pastured meats and poultry, wild-caught fish, wild rice, buckwheat, quinoa, and follow this type of diet for three to four weeks. Keep a food diary. Record your energy levels on a daily, uh, daily basis, ranging from zero to 10. I'd say 10 being high energy, zero no energy. And you'll see that if you're eating f uh, certain foods, it'll drain your energy and your energy levels will go down. If you feel great on this uh, allergy-free diet after a couple weeks, two or three weeks, start adding foods back in every two to three days, and then you'll find the foods that are draining your energy. These are the culprits that you either have a sensitivity or an allergy to. If you do a DNA stool test and discover that you have gut dysbiosis, you want to first identify and kill any pathogens that were found. Then you want to replace your pro and prebiotics, and finally, you're going to want to seal that gut lining if you have leaky gut. Please listen to podcast number three if you'd like detailed information regarding gut health. If you find that your cortisol levels are too high or too low, I recommend taking adapt adaptogenic herbs to balance your levels. If your cortisol levels are low, my favorite product contains holy basil, ashwagandha, an adrenal glandular, rhodiola, and DGL licorice root extract. Great product if you have low levels of cortisol and you're fatigued. If you have high cortisol levels and have symptoms of anxiety and or insomnia, a great product contains L-theanine, phosphatidylserine, bacopa, ashwagandha, and rhodiola. If your tests show low thyroid hormone levels, I recommend taking natural desiccated thyroid rather than taking synthetic thyroid hormone. To keep your blood sugar levels balanced to prevent your levels from falling too low and causing fatigue, eat foods that are high in fiber. Some of the best high-fiber foods are flax, chia seeds, high-fiber vegetables include artichokes, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, 
collard greens, kale, beet greens, Swiss chard, carrots, parsnips, turnips, celery root, beets, raspberries, avocado, apples, pumpkin, and beans if you tolerate beans. Also take 200 micrograms per day of chromium. Avoid carbohydrates that are quickly absorbed, such as sugar and white flour. These products may trigger hypoglycemic reactions and cause fatigue and greatly reduce your intake of alcohol and caffeine. It's important to address any nutrient deficiencies. Magnesium, B-complex vitamins, chromium, vanadium, alpha-lipoic acid, CoQ10, and zinc are a few of the nutrients that are needed to address imbalances in blood sugar levels. Stop eating sugary, processed, and refined foods high in simple carbohydrates. Eat a nutrient plant-based diet and correct any nutrient deficiencies, especially iron, B12, and vitamin D. Limit your caffeine intake to two cups per day before 1 p.m. and make sure to correct whatever is causing your insomnia. It could be a hormonal imbalance. Low levels of estrogen that happen in menopause can cause hot flashes and keep you awake at night. And progesterone imbalances can cause postpartum insomnia or uh, PMS-type insomnia. High levels of cortisol in the evening will keep you awake. Watching the news in the evening will definitely elevate your cortisol levels. Try listening to soft music or watching YouTube videos of The Three Principles or Eckhart Tolle. These are both very relaxing and enlightening. Find an exercise that you love to do. Have fun. Minimize your daily exposure to toxins. Filter your air with a HEPA filter. Filter your water. Uh, Whole house water filters are awesome. Uh, It not only filters the water you drink, but the water you shower with. Always buy organic fruits, vegetables, and oils. Make sure your meats are pastured and your fish is wild caught. And if you drink coffee, make sure it's organic. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like a one-on-one consultation, please visit me at drgala.com. Also, if you'd like a link to any of the products we mentioned today, you can find that link by going to drgala.com, that's D-R-G-A-I-L-A.com, and click on the link podcast and you'll find that link to products.